This week's episode is sponsored by Jagged Edge Productions and ITN Studios' Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey 2. Only in theaters, March 26th to March 28th. The suspenseful and thrilling sequel to last year's immense hit, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, amplifies the gore factor with ten times the number of kills to put fans both new and old at the edge of their seats. After Christopher Robin reveals their existence, Winnie the Pooh, Piglet, Tigger, and Owl land on the endangered species list as hard targets. Unwilling to hide in the shadows, the ultimate scream team embarks on a murderous rampage through the town of Ashdown to get their revenge on Christopher Robin, once and for all. So don't miss out, and mark your calendars to catch the limited engagement of Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey 2, only in theaters March 26th to March 28th. Tickets are available now. This is Creepy, a podcast dedicated to sharing the most famous, chilling, and disturbing creepypastas and urban legends in the world. Whether these stories truly happened or are simply fabrications is for you to decide. These stories may contain graphic depictions of violence and explicit language. Listener discretion is advised. Expressionless by Ivy Sir In June 1972, a woman appeared in Cedar sinai Hospital in nothing but a white blood-covered gown. Now, this in itself should not be too surprising, as people often have accidents nearby and come to the nearest hospital for medical attention, but there were two things that caused people who saw her to vomit and flee in terror. The first being she wasn't exactly human. She resembled something close to a mannequin, but had no dexterity and fluidity of a normal human being. Her face was as flawless as a mannequin's, devoid of eyebrows, hands smeared in makeup. There was a kitten clamped in her jaws so unnaturally tight that no teeth could be seen, and the blood was still squirting out over her gown and onto the floor. She then pulled it out of her mouth, tossed it aside, and collapsed. From the moment she stepped through the entrance to when she was taken to the hospital room and cleaned up before being prepped for sedation, she was completely calm, expressionless, and motionless. The doctor thought it best to restrain her until the authorities could arrive, and she did not protest. They were unable to get any kind of response from her, and most staff members felt too uncomfortable to look directly at her for more than a few seconds. But the second the staff tried to sedate her, she fought back with extreme force. Two members of staff had to hold her down as her body rose up on the bed with the same blank expression. She turned her emotionless eyes towards the male doctor and did something unusual. She smiled. As she did, the female doctor screamed and let go of a shock. And the woman's mouth were not human teeth, but long, sharp spikes too long for her mouth to close fully without causing any damage. The male doctor stared back at her for a moment before asking, What the hell are you? She cracked her neck down to her shoulder to observe him, still smiling. There was a long pause. Security had been alerted and could be heard coming down the hallway. 
As he heard them approach, she darted forward, sinking her teeth into the front of his throat, ripping out his jugular and letting him fall to the floor, gasping for air as he choked on his own blood. She stood up and leaned over him, her face coming dangerously close to his as the life faded from his eyes. She leaned closer and whispered in his ear, The doctor's eyes filled with fear as he watched her calmly lock away to greet the security men. His last ever sight would be watching her feast on them one by one. The female doctor who survived the incident named her the Expressionless. There was never a sighting of her again. This episode of Creepy was presented by Late Clarity. And here we are. Listeners, what we see before us is an extremely dilapidated summer camp. Only problem is... It's locked. After much painstaking labor, we were unable to break into the headmaster's cabin until... Until we found the unlocked tool shed. All thanks to Allie. Of course, there wasn't any keys lying around, but Allie found a, uh, a... A crowbar. Yeah, a crowbar. If we're breaking in anyway, why don't we just use a rock? Please. We're classier than a rock. Come on, let's open this thing up. I want to test out my new crowbar. Oh, your crowbar, huh? Five, four, three. So it's, uh, 2.42 a.m. and everyone is asleep, and I swore I heard something outside. Is that a light? We had no idea what we were getting ourselves into. Now please take me back to camp. Want to hear more? Subscribe to Lake Clarity on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever podcasts are found. You can also find out more about the show by following us on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, or by visiting our website, lakeclarity.com. For more information, including pictures and videos of the stories told on this podcast, or to suggest stories for future episodes, please visit us at CreepyPod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or email us at CreepyPod at gmail.com. All stories told on this podcast can be found at creepypastawikia.com and are protected by a Creative Commons license. Some rights reserved unless otherwise stated. Item number SCP-5186 SCP-7160 SCP-7533 Object Class Euclid Keter Safe Special Containment Procedures Spreading across the hemisphere and kicking up vast amounts of ash and dust (laughs) The only thing I could hear was 7219 (laughs) laughing Do you Remember your name.
Counseling. Appointment update. I feel them again. Heartland Counseling. Appointment update. They're in my ears! Heartland Counseling. Appointment update. Nobody understands! SCP Archives is a weekly fiction podcast. Each episode, we dive into the strange, the unknown, and the... Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or at scparchives.com.